Welcome. It's time again for Sassy Nation on this last Friday of February. Nah, February 26th, 2021. Can't believe it. End of February. We made it. We made it. We made it. Now we can like look forward to spring, at least around here. Because I can tell you, it hasn't been a fun winter. Um, you've been, if you've been following me on this podcast, you know that I've been complaining about that with all the freaking shoveling I've had to do. Not fun. Not fun. Um, but now today, it's actually sunny again, two days in a row. Yesterday, it was a little cooler. Wednesday, it was, it was gorgeous on Wednesday. It's like, like 60 degrees. It's beautiful. Anyway. All right. So if you listened to the Sassy Show yesterday... You um, heard me talking about um, a few things. I talked again about athletes and their social media and why it's important for them to not talk about politics and social issues because it puts them in a bad position. You know, I mentioned Tony D'Angelo with his social media and how, how that put him in a bad position. And it really put him in a really bad position because then that that blog who hated him probably because uh, because of politics, I will I can I can mostly guarantee you 95% of the time that that was about politics with that blog, uh, Blue Shirt Banner, I think that's what it was, that they are liberals and Tony D'Angelo is a conservative. So I, I believe the uh, politics played a part in that with him coming out uh, and saying that he, he, he hates on, uh, you, know, you know, Miller and he took his, his first goal puck and hasn't given it back to him. And he, he called him racist names and, and it's not really a good situation for him to be on the team with that. And look what he did in the past and blah, blah, blah. So politics, a mix of being an athlete, politics, social issues and using social media do not mix, do not mix. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so then we have the situation with Panarin now with the Rangers, with Russia. So he is against Putin. And somehow, because he was so vocal on social media against Putin, this Russian hockey league, I guess an old player on a team or an old coach on the team, whatever, Goalie, I think it is, um, allegedly made this accusation that he assaulted an 18-year-old girl when he was 19, which I believe will be shown that it's not because it's it's a manipulation tactic. It's what it's used for. But see, he wouldn't be going through this shit if he didn't talk politics. I'll whisper that. Maybe if I whisper it, you guys will hear me. Stop talking politics and social issues when you're an athlete on social media. That's not your platform. I love it when fans go, oh, he has such a big platform. No, the platform is that he is an athlete playing in the NFL or playing for the NHL or the NBA or MLB. That's your platform. That's your platform. The platform is not Twitter. The platform is not Instagram. That's a social media platform. That's not the athlete's platform. See, they don't want to put the work in to actually have a platform. 
which is usually what happens. I can tell you 10, 10 times out of 10, right? 10 out of 10. Let me see. The question on my phone has to go on. I'm going over here. My cheerleading post came on my phone now. Gotta remind all my girls to register. Register. <laughs> register. Um, what was I gonna do now? I, um, oh, what was I going to talk about? <laughs> See, the phone went off. This is why I don't have the phone out when I do this. But I had to charge it because I didn't realize that my, my phone was 23%. Whoopsie. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. So then I talked about the New York Post article that just happened to appear after last week, after I talked about Jordan Palmer with Sam Darnold and with um, Jordan Palmer's business that he's um, created, which is really cool. Like I'm not knocking his business. Let me just put it this way. I'm not knocking that he is an entrepreneur and he has created this bit, this quarterback summit. I think it's really cool. I think it's awesome to tell you. I think it's awesome. But, but in a big butt, <laughs> like my butt, big butt. Um, the the fact that he's trying to drive into these guys' heads that it's about community and not competition. It is competition. They're competing against each other for starting jobs. You gotta like to me. That's ridiculous. They are competing against each other. Trevor Lawrence is competing against all the other ones now, all the other quarterbacks. So, you know, and then so is, you know, Zach Wilson and Justin Fields and all these other guys are competing with the guys that are in the NFL now. They're going to be, because they're going to be picked. So to say that it's, it's a community, I don't think Sam Donald's going to feel like it's a community if he's benched, okay? Because I know Jordan Palmer was a benched quarterback. That's all he did was sat there. He played five games. His brother, Carson, we know his history. So again, maybe he should focus more on, if he wants to keep it as a community, just focus on high school kids, coach high school kids, coach kids that are already in college. I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see how good he is when we, when we have people who are still talking about Sam Darnold and how that he is obviously I'm not now he does have a flaw I mean Sam Donald's flaw is that sometimes he throws flat-footed now if Jordan Palmer is his personal quarterback coach during the offseason shouldn't he even be watching his games during the season and go and call him up and go hey yo you, you threw that pass flat-footed and that's why the, that's why the interception happened and we gotta make sure you fix out your fit your footwork at practice and make sure you work on this and make sure you work on that I don't know if he's doing that because it just says that he's his off-season quarterback coach. So during the season, he doesn't give a shit. It's off-season that he cares because that's where he makes his money. And remember, he's paid to tell you how good all of these guys are. And this is like the thing I wanted to tell like Sam is like all the guys in your, in your circle are going to tell you what you want to hear. They're not going to tell you what you need to hear. There's a difference between people telling you what you want to hear and people telling you what you need to hear. 
sometimes people don't like the fact that they have to hear certain things. I know. I just dealt with it myself with a client. I mean, he doesn't want to hear certain things. Um, but I'm going to say it this way. In the article with the New York Post, then we had to hear about Mark Sanchez. Oh, dude, I'm here for you. Like so much. I'm, I'm here for you, dude. I'm here for you. Really? Oh, we grew up together on the same street and we train every once in a while. Meanwhile, on ESPN, what did, what did Mark Sanchez do? He threw Sam under the bus. Oh, some friend throwing him under the bus because he's got to be like all the other media guys on ESPN who are throwing Sam under the bus. Notice the narrative here. Like there's a narrative because the, this is the thing. Ready? When you become competition, you scare the shit out of people. The Jets are going to become competition. They don't want the Jets to be competition. They want to mock the Jets because they have no team right now to pick on. If you think about it, every media outlet has teams that they constantly pick on because they make bonehead mistakes, they make bonehead trades, they make bonehead you know, decisions. They hire the wrong people. They never make the playoffs. They fail in the playoffs. And that's the Jets. So for all these Jets fans that are like so excited, oh my God, look at like we're a destination now. No, we're not the destination. First of all, Russell Wilson is not going to come here. Neither is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's another story, but they're not coming here. Don't you think that if, JD wanted Deshaun Watson, he would have made that trade already. But his philosophy is, and I said this yesterday on Twitter to Damian Woody, his philosophy has been, always been, you build the team in the draft. You build it in the draft. Why would he give up draft picks for a disgruntled player when they just traded their disgruntled player in Jamal Adams? Think about that. They don't, they don't need to deal with that shit. It's nothing to do about cap space and nothing to do about money. No, it's also about culture. And it's also about the kind of team that you're going to build and create. It's crazy, is what it is. And then Russell Wilson. So here's my little note. Dear Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, you do not run the team. You don't run your freaking teams. Yes, you're a quarterback. Yes, you're important. You are an employee. You don't get to make decisions on how to change things. You don't. No player has that power. And I think you all think because LeBron James has all this freaking power that the Lakers give him, that every player has to have that power, that same power. No, and I think it's really stupid for the Lakers to give LeBron James that much power. I think any team that gives a player that much power is really stupid. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. Really stupid. Because it shouldn't be the players who make the decisions. It should be the people in the offices writing the checks that make the decisions. And I gave an example yesterday on my show that I owned a school and I hired this teacher and she thought I, she, was, she, was a, she was better than me. I'll put it that way. She was better than me and she was 
what did I say? She was over me. She went over me, basically, making decisions. I'm the director. I'm the owner of the school. I make those decisions. She doesn't. And she tried to make those decisions. Well, she failed. You can't do that. And, you know, you want to have a hissy fit. I'm going to sit out then. Boo hoo hoo. Fine. Go ahead. Ruin your career. <laughs> See if anybody cares. Ruin your career. I mean, Russell Wilson's 32. How much more does he have left in him? I don't know. He's not Tom Brady. That I can assure you. He is nothing like Tom Brady. He doesn't train like Tom Brady. He doesn't do what Tom Brady does. Tom Brady does brain core brain training. Drinks a hell of a lot of water. Eats certain foods. Does certain, certain exercise. Does certain things to keep his body and his mind in shape. The other athletes don't even come anywhere near what he does. He is the ultimate athlete. You know, I just saw a picture this morning of J.J. Watt, like, you know, training with, like, you know, with weights, weightlifting. Who would it be? You know, that's, yeah, that's training, sure, but not, not the same level like Tom Brady. If they want to stay playing and when they're in their 40s. So... And, you know, yesterday, so I talked about men with the dating situation, because I see a lot of this stuff on online. I see men who go on TikTok, and they go on Instagram, and Twitter, and Facebook. Oh, I want a natural girl. I just want a real girl. Like, I want a natural girl. Natural, meaning, like, no makeup, and um, no surgery, you know, um, you know, a classy girl, like, you know, like, oh, I want a natural, classy girl. And then you, you go on to their followers on Instagram, and who are they following? <laughs> and who are they following? Oh, supermodels, girls in bikinis with big ass butts, big titties, showing off their body. You know, they're not, you know, they're not following the classy girl, the down to earth girls, girls, you know, no, 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 that's who they're following. But yeah, they tell you the opposite. So, I mean, I, yeah, I I laugh at that. And that's going to be in my book, by the way, which is coming out. I just I just did the um, third blog post on that one. So, hopefully, hopefully, it's out soon. <laughs> I'm still writing it because there's just so much more. There's just still so much material that, like, I'm, like, I'm finding. It's really great. It's really crazy. So, then I, I pose this question. Because on Twitter with the NFL, especially now with the NFL, the two famous words are used in every single situation. Predicted, I predict this is going to happen. Or sources tell me that so-and-so has said this, or so-and-so is doing that, or so-and-so, hap this, happened, this happened to so-and-so. So to me, on Twitter, I will tell you real journalism is dead. Because all these the guys in the media, all these beat writers, all these, um, you know, um, TV personalities and radio personalities are all fighting to be like, oh, see, I, I'm the first one to, I'm the first one who, who said this. I said it. You know, they want to be the first to have breaking news. And half the time, I don't believe any of the shit that I read on Twitter with all these writers. Because I'm, think about it. Ready? So some of the Jets writers... Oh, prediction. Sources tell us that, you know, the Jets are going to trade Sam Darnold to the Colts. 
uh, they just got Carson Wentz. Uh, prediction, uh, you know, see, I may go to Detroit. Uh, no, he didn't go there. Jared Goff went there. <laughs> you know, like, all of this is really, it's weird. It's just weird seeing them do that. And all this hating on Sam Darnold, my God, is getting all you, some of you Jets fans, you know, because I come to his defense every single time and everybody is like, what, what's the deal with that? I get you all, you, you, you guys are getting your panties in a bunch. I see that that's having an effect on you. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I laugh at it. So yesterday on Twitter, I posted the video of, of, you know, for this upcoming podcast and my show yesterday and I did a little stupid little thing with this hat that I got as a gift that I have never worn. The hat says hot mess on it and it, it's pink. That's basically why somebody told me they bought it. I'm like, oh, but you are sometimes a hot mess. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Not always. I always have my shit together, but on some days I am a hot mess. So I found the hat the other day and I was like, oh my God, perfect for a reel and a, and a TikTok video. So I posted it on Twitter. Of course, I'm probably going to end up having to take it down from Twitter because Twitter sucks because they have Sony, you know, out there. Ooh, copyright infringement. Um, yes. And I want to say this before I finish the story. Dear Twitter, get with the fucking times. With Reels and TikTok, people want to share their videos they create on those platforms, on your platform. Stop closing people, like, you know, not closing people's accounts, but um, blocking people from getting to their account, you know, because they use a video with music in it. We're not using the music for an ad and making money off it. We're using it to entertain people on Twitter. I, I mean, like, I can go back to like one of my um, friends who I talked to on there. She was like, during Christmas, she got like closed out of her Twitter account because she used Christmas music. I mean, how ridiculous is Twitter? Hello, Twitter. Knock, knock. Get with the times. It's only copy infringement if they're stealing it and making money off it. If they're posting it for fun, it's not copy infringement, especially when they're allowed to post it on TikTok and Instagram. <sighs> All right, so I posted the video. Some, some guy, let me see if I can find it again. Probably. Some guy called me a queen. He's like, oh, yes, just, you know, queen. And I was like, oh, my God, how freaking funny was that? That was really funny. So let me go to my profile. Tweets. Tweet, 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 tweet. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and then we can talk about Twitter, what Twitter's doing, too, because it's crazy. You haven't bookmarked any of your tweets yet. No, I don't want to do that. Thank you. Okay, so I have 228 views from this video. Oh, I don't want to touch my... I want to touch this person. Thank you. Um, so this guy, or girl, it's probably a guy, Callie Jets. <laughs> Jets, Yankees, Lakers, USA, Long Beach State, 2020, Orange County, California. So, yeah, Newport Beach. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what was I going to say? Oh, I forgot now. Oh, so, he was, he, so he's the one who tweeted, love this. And he went, yes, queen. And then he... Yeah, 
obviously he supports my idea of keeping Sam Donald. Um, but most don't because, you know, most want that magical unicorn with the Jets, thinking that the magical unicorn is going to come in and save this, this franchise. Now, JD will save the franchise. You have a new coach. You have a new coach. You have a whole new coaching staff. You know, you have Woody Johnson back, so you don't have Chris Johnson in charge anymore. Things are going to be fine. I'm telling you. Their needs are not a quarterback. The Jets would be the stupidest franchise to give in to the media what the media's narrative is. Trade Sam Darnold, have Sam Darnold succeed and get to a Super Bowl before the Jets do. That, I mean, literally, I can see that happening. I can see them trading Sam Darnold and getting, a, a, getting Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, right, in number two, right? And then they pick, uh, who knows, a, a, another wide receiver at, at 23. And they don't really build a team. He's not going to build a team. You're going to be you're going to be pushed back from even making the playoffs for the next two years. And in the meantime, Sam's going to start somewhere else, wherever he goes, right? And this is just a scenario. And he's going to succeed right off the bat. He's going to make the playoffs. And you're all going to be home. And you're gonna oh, it's, I, I wrote that I t I posted that video on Twitter by the way it's and pinned to my profile of how the Jets fans are every single year. Oh my God, we need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Then they get a quarterback, right? And then they go, Oh my God, we suck. We totally suck. Why do we get a quarterback when we didn't need a quarterback? That's all year long. If you need to know, I'll tell you again. Now, here's what the Jets need. For those who are Jets fans and who care. Right. I, I wrote it down so I don't forget. See, sometimes I, ah, uh, you should see all my, my notes. Okay, so they need a left guard, a right guard, a running back, wide receiver one, two OLB defensive ends, and two cornerbacks. That's what they really need to use the, the draft capital for. Where in there do, do they need a quarterback in that? They don't need a quarterback. Those, that's what they need. They need a wide receiver. They need a running back. I don't, running back, I don't know now. Like, are we keeping Johnson? Are we keeping the other guy, Perwin? Is that his name? Perrin? I am so bad with last names. It's so bad. Um, left guard, right guard. You know, defensive players. Again, you know, I don't know why the Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady can't do it by himself, y'all. He needs a team built around him. Look at who he had. Look at the team. And not only on the offensive side of the ball, look at the defense and how the defense was. How dominant they were. See, offense and defense together, a team wins a Super Bowl. Not just the quarterback. Not just one individual. It's a team sport. Not an individual sport. So, two quick things before I go. One, I'm working on figuring out the Reels algorithm. I kind of have it, but I kind of don't. <laughs> it's hard to figure out because all these videos you see on TikTok right now that they tell you what, what the algorithm is, they're wrong. They're false. They're not, they don't work because I tried them. They don't work. So don't listen to people on TikTok. Half the time, I think people just want to get out there and make themselves have their 15 minutes of fame on TikTok. So they say these outlandish things that are not true. And how, and how much to post on Instagram. Don't listen to them. And Twitter, 
is going to have what's called super tweets. I just posted the article up on Twitter. So this is great for like me, like podcasters and bloggers who want to create exclusive content for followers to pay for, like almost like a sponsorship. You're going to sponsor my content and a small fee. So I think if people, if people charge way too much money, they're not going to get anybody. But if you charge maybe 99 cents or maybe $1.99 or $2.99 tops, for certain content and people will pay you for that content it's got to be also it's got to be off the charts type of content you can't be paying you can't have people pay you for stupid shit i mean let's be real um you know come on so that's basically it so if you want to read the article it's up there on twitter too i'll probably put it on um linkedin and i'll put it on a uh, facebook and if you have trouble with Facebook with your ad account, let me know. Because they accidentally locked mine out. They've been having problems with it. They reviewed it very quickly in a matter of like literally 24 hours. And then my, account, my ad account is back now. So it was crazy. Not on Facebook, but on Instagram, which was stupid. So I can still do ads on Facebook, but I can't do them on Instagram. Okay. I knew that was something wrong when, I, when you can do an ad on one and not the other. Um, cause usually if you get your ad account locked out, it's usually locked out for both usually, but you know, sometimes that kind of stuff happens. All right. So that's about it for this week. Stay tuned for next week. Cause we don't know what's going to happen. Now it's going to be March. Now it's going to get juicy with the NFL trades. Maybe in trading position in the draft. Now, remember, the Jets have the second pick. They can trade down. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this outlandishly, but I will say this anyway. If they trade down, then you know they're keeping Sam Darnold. Even if they pick a wide receiver or hopefully Suell at number two. I think I say his name wrong. Swell. I'll just call him Swell. He's so swell. Um, I still think they are keeping Sam because I will tell you this again and I will repeat this again. On his Instagram account, on Sam's, now he's not really the social media guy either. And I kind of like that. To tell you the truth, I kind of like he's, he's sporadic with his social media. He does a lot more stories, which he should, um, than posts. But anyway. When the Jets hired their new coach, about two days later, he posted in his story the um, the ten points that Robert Saley is that how we say his last name? Um, what he spoke at the quarterback summit about you know ten great points like you know ignore the noise it's a process you know come to work prepared like that kind of stuff and he put that in his story. Why would Sam Darnold endorse a new coach if he wasn't going to be part of the team? Like, there's no point to endorsing people if you're not going to be part of that team. Like, you didn't see JJ, you didn't see JJ Watt endorse the new coach. And look what happened. He got released. You didn't see, like, you, you can, if you have to keep your eyes open. 
and look at things like that because those are like little hints. Now, and I will also say this, the Jets are silent right now. You don't hear a peep out of them. They're playing, they're, they're playing the game of poker right now. And they're keeping quiet. They're not saying anything. Don't believe all the hype you see on Twitter. Most of it is just that, hype. And I will leave it on that. And yes, I think Sam Darnold is fucking awesome. You have a problem with that? You know what? Too bad. Have a great weekend.